Hey, my loves, and welcome to this week's episode of the Transparent Truth Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in with me again and rocking with your girl week after week. Um, I don't really know what we really going to be talking about this week, but you know me, I'm going to think of something and whatever I say, I hope that God speaks through me and that it touches someone. So you know what I'm going to say, get your coffee, get your tea, get your water, get whatever you need and go ahead and get strapped in and get ready for this week's episode. All right. so much for you know getting ready to get strapped in i always have to give a shout out to the wonderful producer that made my intro music just happens to be my brother he gets all my ever loving last and nerve but i'm gonna give him his credit because you know what you give credit where credit is due his name is gonna be on youtube it's flav dynasty and that's gonna be i-t-s-f-l-a-v-d-y-n-s ty so it's going to be dynasty with no a and if you guys need him for studio time for producing beats anything like that hit him up because you guys cannot say that our intro is not fire like okay all right so make sure that you hit him up for that all right my lovely lattes so this week we are going to be talking about our um parental units (laughs) and the reason why I refer to them is that is because when I tell y'all, I cannot be the only one. I cannot be the only one. Sometimes my parent um, works my last nerve. This lady, now if anybody knows me and they know my mother, my mother is a fantastic woman. She's an amazing woman. But I think that there is like a double-edged sword when it comes to um, like going to therapy and healing and stuff prior to your parents doing it, like doing it before your parents have their healing journey, because it's like you're able to point out things in your parents. Once you start noticing certain traits and certain things like narcissism and gaslighting and not even not even necessarily anything super deep like that, because I'm not going to say my mom is like a narcissist or anything like that, but it's like even just in the basics of things like when you start to notice and learn and understand things, you're able to pinpoint them out in anyone, no matter who it may be. But it hits different when you're pinpointing these things out in the person that w- that birthed you or that raised you or that took care of you. Because it may not even necessarily be um, a parent directly, meaning it may not necessarily be a mom or a dad. It could be your aunt raised you, your grandmother, your uncle, your, your extended family member raised you. And it's like when you go through certain things and it's like, they haven't really gone through their healing journeys, even at their big ages, they haven't gone through their healing journeys. It's like, you are able to recognize things, certain things in them. And then you just don't start, like you just refuse to put up with certain crap. So That's why I wanted to talk about it this week, because not only am I going to talk about it, but I'm going to vent about how I feel 
And again, this is no shade, no tea to Tam because like me and my mom have a very open relationship and I tell her about like how I feel. And my mom has always had this thing where people has always, um, they've always like crucified her for the way that she's raised her children because especially a lot of older people above us, they feel like my mom gave us too much room to talk. We had too much room to tell her what we did and didn't like or to express what we did and didn't like. And the 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 truth of it was is that we didn't. It's just she was like in certain things, I want you to feel like you're comfortable enough to be able to come to me and speak to me about these things. Now, did that always you know, transcend over every conversation or every situation? No, because I'm gonna be completely honest. Me and my mom wasn't really rocking till I was grown. Like I had to grow. I had to do my own growing before I rock with my mom. I could not stand my mother. If you guys want me to be completely honest, I couldn't stand my mother. And a, a lot of it was because, um, let's see. So, the way that I feel now is I feel like a lot of it is because my mom didn't really know how to navigate having a girl. I have five brothers. It's just me. Um, she didn't have any daughters. She had like daughter adjacents, meaning like she had a lot of girls that she had raised and taken care of prior to me, but they were not her children and they were not, um, you know, her child. Like they were not, the person that was either mirroring back to her, either her attitude and, or like the person that she had the child with, if you guys get what I'm saying. So like when she had me, I was just a complete different, you know, I'm a different soul. I'm a different bit of something. And I feel like through growing up, my mom did not know how to navigate me. I still feel like my mom doesn't know how to navigate me but I feel like now she's kind of accepted the fact that she doesn't know how to navigate me and it's more so embracing it like no she's just a different she's a different breed not just that she also now and my 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 age that I am now like now she's more like oh well she's pretty much just like one of the boys because I am I'm more so one of her sons at this point it's not like I'm really going to my mom for too much of anything like that's still my parent I still love her. I still, but, um, you know, my mom has her own things going on and I kind of got to a point where I stopped requiring things from her, even basic motherly things. Like I just stopped requiring them because I didn't want to feel some type of way when I didn't get those things, because that's a thing about me. Um, if I require something from you and then I go to get it from you and then you cannot, produce to me what I feel like you can give to everyone else so effortlessly I will literally just be like eh and and just stop trying to get it from you like I do that even in friendships like if I come to you and we're having a conversation and I'm like yeah so you know this happened and that happened and I'm giving you all the tea and and your your response is like well damn that's crazy like crazy before I told you and if that's the response you give to me I it immediately be like it's a wrap for you baby like I gotta cut you off in that sense like I don't I just don't feel like telling you anything else about what's going on with me because I'm giving you details like I got ADHD so because I have ADHD I be like long story short 
five hours into a story. So you getting all of the details and I'm painting a picture as if you was there. So with that being said, don't just tell me, dang, that's crazy. And sometimes with my mom, I get dang, that's crazy responses. And so I just decided to like, Graham, I'm just not, I'm not going to do this with you no more. I'm not going to tell you nothing else. But that's my own personal choice. But that's just because, again, I just feel like my mom doesn't have um, the same get up and go for me. She does for her son. I'm going to be honest, like, and I can be honest because even if my mother was to hear this, my mom knows I'm not attacking her. She and I have had these conversations throughout the entire 31 years of my life. Maybe not the entire, but at least for, at least for the last, I want to say at least for the last decade, we've had these conversations of me being like, I don't feel like you really know how to raise a daughter. Like, you have so much get up and go for your sons. Your sons get away with murder. Me, I can't get away with wetting a paper towel. And it's like, I've had these conversations with her and she's acknowledged them. But you know, sometimes you cannot teach an old dog new tricks. And I stopped expecting new tricks out of my mother. I really did. I, um, I, I guess it was like, twofold it was really because like in my healing I learned that my mom is hurting herself like she is still dealing with hurt from her childhood and like I know the the person that raised her and it is fully completely totally 100% understandable um and so it's like my mom is still dealing with her own hurt because my mom was never able to be a child like my uh, grandmother catapulted her into being an adult and then to make matters worse. Okay, I'm gonna be completely honest with y'all. There's gonna be a break in this audio because my kitten just ran across my, let me give this disclaimer. I probably give it every week, but let me give this disclaimer. I am doing this off of faith, okay? I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm doing this in my room there. This is not professional. I'm not in nobody's studio. I'm not recording it anywhere, somewhere professional in a, in a, in a closed controlled environment. No, my kitten just ran across my laptop and almost deleted the entire recording. So that's why it's like, I know you guys are probably like, how did she jump from what she was saying to now? Okay. Anyways, like I was saying to make matters worse, my mom also got pregnant at 15. So because she got pregnant at 15, like she just, again, she was dealing with her own thing. And I feel like that, that is very, that is very important in your healing, your personal healing journey. Because I know a lot of us have been hurt by our parents. Like, let's be completely honest. A lot of us, not even just were hurt, are like still continue to have slight daily hurts by our parents because there are still some things that my mother does that hurts me. I'm not going to lie. Like there are still things that she does that hurts me, but it's kind of like at this point, it's kind of more so of a sting. Like I just kind of wish she would just not do that anymore, but it's not as, you know, impactful as it used to be. Now, with that being said, with that being said, I am still saying also, um, it is 100% okay for you to hold 
your parents accountable and to not feel bad for holding them accountable. I don't know where our parents got the game twisted and, and, and shifted and lifted. Okay. I don't know where they got it all confumbled at. And I know that's not a real word, but be quiet. Just, just rock with me. I don't know where they got the game messed up because I, as I was growing up and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, when I was growing up, my mom's favorite saying was, um, who do you think I am? Boo boo the fool. I was not born yesterday. I'm not one of your little friends. But then it went from, I'm not one of your little friends to me feeling like I was parenting my parent. Um, and it's like certain situations would happen. And like, for instance, I'm going to use this as an example. Um, my best friend recently had a situation with their, their parent. I'm not going to be specific, but like with their parent and their parent pretty much told them like, you know, I, uh, you don't call me, you don't, you don't reach out to me. You don't see how I'm doing. You don't. And they felt really, really bad. Like they started feeling bad. Like they, me and them were having a discussion and they were like, you know, I feel, why do I feel wrong? And I'm like, uh, uh-uh, don't do not let them manipulate you into feeling like you are in the, when did that stop being your parent? Mind you, this particular person and their parent do not live in the same vicinity, like nowhere near each other. So the thing about it is, is that their parent was comfortable enough with telling them because even, even before they could even respond and say anything, they were like, and I know you're going to, I know like their parent was like, and I know you're thinking, um, well, you know, I'm the parent I should be reaching out. No, I'm not doing that. And it's like, how can you be so comfortable as to say that to your child? Like you literally have no contact with your child on a daily basis. And because of your ego, you're literally like, no, I mean, I could reach out to you, um, you know, cause I'm your mom and that's what I'm supposed to do. Or I'm your dad. And, um, that's what I'm supposed to do. But I rather sit in, my feelings, my emotions, because my feelings, my emotions are more important. And I don't care if I know on a daily basis, if you're okay, if you're sick, if you're in a hospital, if you're even alive, because I'm like, well, you should call me, you should do. And I'm like, when did we become the parent? And I think it's crazy when our parents start to demand more of us than they do of themselves like for instance I I just I I I and I'm stuttering because like I don't I don't get it and I don't understand where it it shifted and it's like we started to parent our parents and it's like they are like oh well you know they'll acknowledge like oh this generation is all about going to therapy and about help and about healing. And it's like, because they know that and they know that you go through this helpful healing, like working on yourself type journey that they expect more of you. They're like, I know where I am. Like they acknowledge, like, I know that I messed up, but I expect you to not be messed up. So even if I'm in the wrong, I expect you to be right. And I just want to tell somebody like, do not allow people to do this to you, whether it is your parents, 
Well, if someone can acknowledge they're wrong, that means that they know how to make it right. Or they know where to go to make the steps to make it right. But most people will be like, no, this is just me. And you just gonna have to deal with it. No, you do not. No, you do not. Put your boundaries and set them out for people, even your parents. And if they don't respect them, move along. And I'm talking for myself because I can tell you at one point in time, I went almost a year and did not talk to my mother. I had people, mind you, my mother went to other people. She told other people her side of the story. And I also got to a point where um, some people in your life, not even just talking about parents, I'm talking about some people in your life, they know that they are very wrong, like downright wrong in the things that they do or in the way that they handle situations. And they will make sure that they try to beat you to other people so that they can put their narrative out there of what happened. And I used to spend so much time trying to like, like clear my name and be like, no, it wasn't me because I've always been known as the mean one out the family. Okay. I'm the black sheep. I'm, I'm the prodigal son. Like I'm, I'm the one that leaves and returns. I'm the fine rich auntie. I just want you to know that too. I got to throw that one in there, but like I'm the black sheep out of the group. So because of that, I have always been very unconventional. I'm going to say what I got to say, and I'm probably not going to say it like her sons, but it's like not even with my mom, like for any, any, any relationship that I've had, any, any friendship, I've always been the, the loud talker, the bold one and things like that. So with that being said, people will try to paint you as the villain. And I've learned if someone allows me to be the villain in a story that they only have one side of, keep me there. Keep me there. Because that means that you're not even somebody I want to be around. You're not even somebody I want to be around. Because that means if anybody come to you with any type of anything, you're going to be, ooh, mm-hmm, 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 because you feed off of that. Like, I'm, I, I no longer care to even clear my name up. Because I don't, I don't, I don't care. Most of those people do absolutely nothing for me. If you, the three F's, I learned this very early on in my life. If you are not freaking feeding or financing me, why do I care about that person's opinion on what they got to say about a story they only hear? That's, that is the equivalent of reading a book only reading half of the book and just assuming what's going to happen in the end. If you want to do that, that is your prerogative. I'm not no longer trying to beat people to the punch to make sure that my name is cleared up. Those who know me, know me. Those who know how I get jiggy, they know how I get jiggy. You know how I get down. And you know that in most situations, especially when it comes to my family or when it comes to my friends or when it comes to people that I actually love and associate with, I'm not saying that I'm not always in the wrong or like, oh, I'm never wrong or anything like that. Because at one point in time, I'm not even going to lie. I was a sucky ass friend. Sucky. Now, a lot of it had to do with like my depression, my anxiety, things like that. Me not wanting to face the things that I was going through. Me knowing again, knowing and acknowledging what was wrong with me, but refusing to heal in that moment. And then just wanting to live in what that was. And then because of that, I ended up inadvertently hurting other people. But again, people who know my heart and know how I am, 
I'm not trying to prove nothing to nobody on this earth, baby. The only person I need to show myself approved to is the Lord. That the Lord, this earth is going to perish and 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 fade away. I'll be darned if I spend my entire life trying to prove to people who are not even going to be there. I can guarantee you there's no such thing as bunk bed graves. You are going in that earth or in the ground or in the water or in the dust. Or whatever you choose that you want to do, it turned into a tree or uh, some jewelry. Whatever you choose that you want to do in the end, you are doing that alone. So I'll be darned if I spend my entire life trying to please and appease. I don't even know if that's the word, but please people that are not even going to be there in the end. That's the equivalent of me, me going my entire life and trying to make sure that I, I earn all of this money that I know I'm never going to spend. Now, granted, I have no problem earning all this money because that's what I'm, my goal is now, to make sure that I have things to pass on when I pass away. Because as of right now, currently, I don't have a child, but I do have nieces and nephews. And I would love to leave them, you know, money and have them set and have them not go through things that I went through financially and things like that. So that's not the point. But the point is, is that I'm not going to kill myself doing it. If it get done, it's because it was in God's will. If it don't get done, it's because it wasn't in God's will. And that's just kind of how I look at everything. But I said all of that to say, even in your parents, because I know that right now, I don't know, again, where the shift happened. But a lot of people are dealing with this situation with their parents where it's like, they're almost like, well, dang, like I feel bad because I feel like maybe I should be a better son. Maybe I should be a better daughter. And it's like, it's almost like our parents want us to apologize and be understanding for the hurt that their parents inflicted on them. And I'd be like, now don't get me wrong. I get it. I got it. But that don't mean that I'm not going to acknowledge the crap you did to me. Like, I'm not going to cut you slack because of what you did to me. If you want to heal, you take that up with your parents. If your parents are no longer here, you take that up with a therapist. Because I'm not, I'm not living with this. I'm not going my whole life carrying the weight of me and you. And you had me. I didn't ask to be here. I'm not doing that, but I'm also not going to feel guilty for me standing on being someone that has principles, which I believe most of our parents try to instill in us. Some, some parents was just like, I don't care about my kids and throw them to the side. But I believe that most parents or parental units have tried to instill morals and values and goals into you and, and make you, and, and they always tell you, like, I want you to be a better person than I was. Okay, even in me being a better person than you are, I still have to acknowledge the fact that there were some things that you did, mom. There were some things that you did, dad, that hurt me. There are some actions that you are still continuing that hurt me. These are what my boundaries are. And if you cannot respect them, then you cannot be in my life. And also, I'm not going to feel bad 
For when I, as your child, am hurting or distant or anything like that, and you you get so selfish within yourself that you allow your ego to convince you that you that whatever you're feeling in that moment is greater than the fact that you don't know from day to day if your child is alive. Because it ain't like you bang their line. It ain't like you pick up the phone and call on them. It ain't like you check on them or anything like that. And if you can live with yourself and you can know that and you're okay with it, then fine. Cool. I'm okay with it too. Don't allow anyone, excuse me, because I keep hitting my mic. Don't allow anyone, including our parents, to manipulate you. Because really that's what it is, is manipulation. It's manipulation and delusion. You are delusional if you think that I'm going to put more effort into you than what you're putting into me. That is not even logical because if you had a friend that was doing that, that was only half giving you stuff and you told your parent about it, the first thing they would tell you is, that's not a true friend. So are you a true parent? Because you're allowing your emotions of what? Oh, my child. How does that even sound logical to you? Oh, my child never calls me. You never call your child. Oh, my child never texts me. You never text your child. How do you expect something of them that you are not even implementing yourself as, as children, like as having parental units or guardians, we are never stop. We will never stop being the children. Like we are always absorbing things, even behaviors. Like I'm, I'm never going to stop being my mother's child. Now, I do learn my own things on my own. I am growing on my own. I am a a very much so an adult. But at the end of the day, for you to request of your child that your child have more decorum and more zhuzh than you and and, and for them to conduct themselves in a better manner than you, you are very, very delusional. Very delusional. And I just, that's all I want to say. All I want to say is that you are validated in everything that you choose to do. When it is in the right manner, you're validated. Like if you choose, well, I had to cut my mom off because she was doing this and it was too, it was too much. You deserve that. Don't let somebody convince you. Oh, well, you know. that's your mom you only get one yeah I do only get my one mom I also only get one mind and she not about to drive me out of mine I also only get one life I get one heart you know how long that waiting list is for a heart transplant you get one heart I ain't I'm not about to let anybody give me a heart attack or drive me into an early grave, including my parental unit. They're not doing it. They're not doing it. Even whether that be your mom, your dad, your anything. If if it is in if it's costing you your peace, it is too expensive. I don't care who the person is. 
Because I can tell you, again, I'm still dealing with a lot of things when it comes to my parental units. My biological father, I call him my DNA distributor, was never there. He is still not there. Not even in the picture. And I am at 31 still realizing that mm, I'm still kind of healing from having to even acknowledge the fact that I'm that, that man's daughter. Or that he made me. Because... Some days I literally be like, if the man was on fire, I wouldn't pee on him. But then God has to check me. He has to be like, listen, what you think was for your bad was really for your good. I kept that man out of your life because he, I knew he wasn't going to change. I, I knew he wasn't going to do the work. So why would I want someone like that around you? And I've always looked at it as a bad thing. I've always been like, well, dang, God, like, girls, I know girls that went to their daddy-daughter dances and, like, these girls who just run into their dad's arms and they absolutely love them. And I'm like, I didn't have that. Like, I didn't have that, not even from my mom's, like, husband. Like, I, I never got that. And he was like, and it's okay that you never had it. Like, it, it's okay. I've always been your father. I've always been your friend. Like, God has never left my side. And he's like, it's okay because when you choose to have children, which is why I'm 31 with zero, he's like, you, you're going to do it deliberately because you know what you do not want your children to go through. And so there's a point and there's a reason behind all of it. Whether we see it now or whether we see it, you know, 15, 16, 17 years down the line, because literally I had that conversation with God when I was like 14 and I was like, dang. Everybody else got their dad. I don't. Then when I got older, I was like, Lord, I thank you for keeping this man away from me. I would have probably, no lie, been in jail from trying to kill my dad in his sleep. Because that man is, y'all want to talk about evil? That's a whole other different conversation. I'm I'm going to have an episode called Daddy Issues because that is a whole other conversation. But literally just downright evil, mean, just not a good person. And I feel sorry for the people in his life that have had to deal with him for so long. Um, Me, that ain't my testimony. And on today's date, I thank God for it. <laughs> like before, I didn't. But, you know, now nah, I do. Um, That's just basically it. I just want to tell y'all, like, even in, and I had to say with, you know, parental units, because, uh, again, like I said, I normally talk about things that just seem to be the reoccurring, uh, theme for right now. And, um, speaking to my friends and it ain't a lot of them, but speaking to like my friends, my associates, things like that, I see, it seems like everybody's having a lot of issues with their parents. And I've been speaking to people and they're like, I feel so bad because, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know, should I do? And it's like, you do what your heart tells you to do, but don't do anything beyond that. If it is making you feel like you're going insane for you to have to consistently be around your mother and she's mean and she's just downright, downright manipulative and, or father or grandmother or, because I'm going to be completely honest and this is no shade to those who know my grandmother. So don't be messy. Me and my grandmother do not get along. Me and my mother's mother does not get along. Anybody that knows my grandmother, my grandmother is real stuck in her ways. She is who she is. However, 
I don't respect the type of person that she is. I don't like her mouth. I don't like the way that she moves. I don't like the way that she operates. And when it comes to me specifically, my grandmother got beef with me for whatever reason. Whatever. Cool. I've accepted that. Therefore, I don't engage with my grandmother. But I'm not disrespectful about it. Um, Like, for instance, my grandmother's birthday was a few days ago. My mother texted me knowing that I don't talk to her. And she's like, can you call your grandmother and tell her happy birthday? I texted my mom back and I said, um, I'm going to politely decline respectfully um, because you and I both know your mother does not know how to watch her mouth. Anytime she speaks to me, the only thing that she ever has to say to me is negative. And I'm not a garbage bin. She's not going to continue to push trash on me. So therefore, um, with the sincerest, deepest part of my heart, you can tell her, I said happy birthday, but unless we are having a chaperone conversation um, with someone else present, I choose to not speak to grandma, just respectfully. My mom was like, okay, because that's my boundary. I wasn't being disrespectful about it, but me, her, and everybody else knows my grandmother is not the easiest person to get along with. And again, for whatever reason, with me personally, my grandmother got beef, but it's cool. It's cool. I love her the same. I don't wish any bad upon her, whatever she's going through and whatever hurt she's dealing with. I always pray that God just heals that hurt and that she becomes a better person each day because that's the prayer that I pray for myself. Whatever I'm dealing with yesterday, Lord, I pray that it gets a little bit better tomorrow. And I pray that you just, you know, help me to be a better person so that I'm not inflicting that pain inadvertently on other people. It just is what it is. So, yeah. That's this week's episode and um well today's episode I guess I could say. Um and we just about boundaries. Set your boundaries, especially when it comes to your parents, and do not feel bad. Don't don't do not feel bad. Rest peacefully in knowing that you are setting healthy boundaries and you are displaying healthy habits, whether your parents pick up on them or not, that is not the point. The point is to maintain and to preserve the one mind that you have. So if that needs to be, you know, putting people on restriction, put them on restriction. Put them on restriction. Let them have limited access to you. Because that's either going to make them do one or two things. It's either going to make them fall in line. Listen, it's either get right or get left. At this point, we in 2023, nobody's playing these games anymore, okay? All right. All right, my babies. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. I love you guys so much. Thank you for rocking with me. Make sure that you always share the Transparent Truth podcast with your friends. Tell them to listen to it. You know, my ladies, listen to it while you're doing your hair, your makeup, whatever, whatever. While you're taking a nice little bath or whatever you're doing, make sure that you listen to the your girls podcast make sure that you share it like it tell other people about it i always take constructive criticism so all of my social medias are the same mocha dream mocha with two a's um feel free to dm me i'm not listening to any nonsense but i do take constructive criticism so you guys tell me what you like tell me what you might want to hear tell me what you think i should talk about um you know just just check in on your girl talk to me tell me if you need prayer I have been doing things and right now I'm on a fast. I'm on a 
fast of my mouth if you guys have paid attention versus the other episodes today i have been really consciously trying not to curse um i'm on a fast of the mouth and i'm only speaking positive things for the next 28 days in february excuse me and i am trying not to curse so if you have a prayer request anything that you need um just you know dm me slide in your girls dms and i'm here for y'all thank you so much for tuning in today and i will see you guys on the next episode Thank you.